Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace, and I'm Pastor Pete Norris, Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. What a privilege and an honor it is to be with you today. I want you to, I want you to stop trying to do and just believe. Stop trying to do and just believe. You know, in John chapter 6, verse 28 and 29, what shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. You know, when, when I was a young man, uh, I was probably in my 20s, I went to a seminar in Raleigh one time, and it was on what must I do to do the works of God. I was told, you know, that we had to pray more, we had to fast more, we had to know our enemy, and so on. I came away with seminar confused. Then one day I found the same question in the Bible, but the answer was very difficult, different than what I got. You know, I remember in my early life uh, that I wanted so much to please the Lord, that I wanted so much to, to, to be in God's perfect design. That, you know, and I'm not saying this, I'm just letting you know how off-balanced I was in my relationship with the Lord. You know, I'd fast 21 days. I'd, I'd go 40 days with a Daniel fast, no meat. I, I would do all these, I would pray all night. Sometimes I would go a day or two and not sleep at all. I, would, I was at the church before the Lord. And, and I, I was just seeking after God. I was trying to find God in my works. I was trying to do enough. I was trying to, to be enough. I was trying to get a better sermon. I was trying to... But you know, one day in the in the Gospel of John, I, I found something that that, that kind of helped me out. And and Jesus being asked the same question by the multitude had been awed by his miracles. What shall we do that we may work the works of God? The people had seen Jesus healing the sick. He had seen them feeding the 5,000 with the five loaves and the two fish. He had seen them feed the 4,000. He'd seen all the miracles they'd done. But Jesus answered them, and he said, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. Now, brother, sister, the greatest doing is believing. Believing in Jesus, the sent one, who has done it all for you at the cross. Now, that's hard, because that's not what we were taught in seminary. That's not what we've been taught in the church. That's not what we've been been. You know, when somebody gets born again, the first thing they told me is, you know, you need to read your Bible every day. You need to pray every day. You need to pay your tithes. You need to get involved in the church. You need to get active. You need to be about the Lord's business. But nobody told me, nobody told me, but if you're asking, what must I do to receive my healing? The answer is this, believe in Jesus, who himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses, Matthew 8 and 17. You can also find that in Isaiah 53 and 40. He's just quoting it in Matthew 8 17. We have seen members of our church deliver from life-threatening conditions, cancer, kidney failure. All those things have happened in the body of Christ. We've seen it all over the world. You know, I was in a service one night, and, and we had a young man that, that came up, and, and he'd had seizures all his life, and, and we prayed over this young man, and he's never had a seizure again. Matter of fact, I just talked with him a few weeks ago. We have simply believed that Jesus bore their diseases on his own body. There was nothing for them to do except to believe. There's nothing for you to do. Now, everybody's wanting to do, 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 do. But all he wants you to do is believe. You know, when the jailer asked Paul and Silas, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Here's what they simply said. They said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. You and your household. 
in Acts 16 and 31. Now, what a powerful revelation it is. All you got to do, jailer, is believe. Now, that jailer was afraid he was going to lose his life because Paul and Silas was in that jail and they didn't run. The greatest miracle in your life happens not by you working and trying to save yourself, but by simply believing in Jesus, who died to save you from eternal damnation and to give you eternal life. It's not about what you're doing. It's about you receiving. Why then should the lesser miracles of healing or financial breakthroughs be any different? They shouldn't. All we have to do is believe. You say, well, pastor, do we sit around and do nothing? No, I'm not talking about inactivity. I'm not talking about laziness. I'm talking about trusting the Lord. You know, when we go through a crisis in our life or we go through a situation in our life, the first thing we want to do is figure out how we can fix it. If I'll read enough scripture, if I'll pray enough, if I'll do enough, then I'll get God on my side and God will take care of it. I want you to understand, brothers and sisters, God didn't bring that on you. All good and all perfect gifts come from God. So what am I saying? Nothing to do. There's nothing for you to do. It simply only wants you to believe. And if you can believe, you can receive. So when he was telling me in John 6, 28 and 29, what shall we do that we may do the works of God? He said, only believe. Only believe in him whom he sent. So how do I believe and trust in him? You know, brother and sister, what is the miracle you need today? There is nothing left for you to do. But everything you do to believe, because Jesus has done it all for you, the greatest doing in your life is believing. Believing in Jesus, the sent one, who has done it all for you. He's done it all. All you have to do is receive. Now that's very hard, because it's, there's a difference in doing and believing. It's harder to believe than it is to do. That's the beauty of grace.